If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly compendium of your questions. We call it Q&A with Layla. That's because I dialogue with Layla Muden, who is our nutritionist in residence. And it's an opportunity to uh, cover a wide variety of topics that you send us via questions at drhoffman.net. And here we are situated in the middle of the summer, smack dab in a heat wave. Yeah. How are you doing, Layla? Okay. I haven't melted. You're okay. <laughs> and you've not succumbed to the summer doldrums? No, no, no doldrums in summer. I love summer. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. I've been particularly active. I've been <clears throat> uh, cycling a lot, you know, in the hills of New Jersey. Nice. And uh, in fact, I, I actually yesterday I took a new route and I found myself passing by the entrance to the Trump International Golf Course. Oh my! Which is uh, in uh, Bedminster, New Jersey. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it's pretty country out there. It's really nice. Big horse farms. Wow. So it was. It was nice. Uh, you know, Lovely. Notwithstanding the hot weather, you when you're on a bike, you're a little moving. So at mm-hmm. least you get a. You, it's like a self-generated breeze. Yeah. So, uh, before we get to questions, questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. We encourage questions. We got a fairly full mailbag, mm-hmm. but we encourage more questions because we need fodder for this weekly feature. Yes, and we like hearing from you. Uh, just, uh, did, did you hear about uh, the husband of one of our staff members? He became a victim of COVID. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, actually, you know, a uh, person who will guard her anonymity, uh, she does our newsletter for us. And oh. her husband uh, became a victim of COVID. What happened was mm-hmm. he, his, his, he was hospitalized because of COVID, but he did not have COVID. The story is uh, he was trying to avoid going in the subway because yeah. of the risk of COVID. So we, we got one of those motor scooters and he, I'm sorry, don't, it's, it's, it's a painful story. So suppress your laughter. Mm. Uh, and he was on a, a scooter and he was tooling along in Riverside Park and all of a sudden something jammed up the mechanism of his scooter. I don't know, maybe a twig or some obstacle. Yeah. And it stopped, but he went flying, landed on his leg 
and broke his leg. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a terrible accident. It was a terrible. It, it, there's a, a couple of operations required. Longer, you know, we wish him oh, well. Oh my goodness! And uh, we're sorry to hear about that. But it, in a, in effect, he became a casualty of COVID. Right? You could say that because he, he was afraid effort, of COVID. In a fra- in an effort to avoid COVID, yeah, he succumbed he to took a, an e-bike or a worse scooter. a worse fate. And those e-bikes can be treacherous. There are people zooming be. along on them. Because uh, I saw someone fall. We all got out of our car to see. He got up, got back on it, and it went. It oh. was amazing. And this was uh, not a young guy, but yeah, yeah, that was really something. Uh, and not to mention <clears throat> the fact that they zoom at you at breakneck speeds when That's you're crossing true. in your crosswalk. That's true. Um, so I'm very careful walking around Manhattan. Um, in the news this week. Uh, a couple of news stories, and I'm going to elaborate on it. I think it's going to be the subject of an upcoming uh, newsletter article that I'm going to write. Uh, you know how we sell certain therapies. And uh, back in 1960, 1965, maybe up until 1970, uh, if you ask people about cholesterol, they'd go, I don't know what you're talking about, or yeah, what's cholesterol, that? you know, what's that? But we've so inculcated people with cholesterol awareness that high cholesterol has become an industry, yeah, a, a multi-billion-dollar industry. Yes, uh, even maybe you know, trillion, maybe maybe approaching trillions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're talking hundreds of billions mm-hmm. and maybe trillions. Um, so, uh, same thing with osteoporosis. If you again, if you like if, in your mother's generation when she yeah. was you know forty, yeah, you ask her, what do I know from osteoporosis? Mm-hmm. However. We became aware of osteoporosis. It became a diagnosable condition with the instrumentation. We created awareness, and we're now selling medications to correct it. <clears throat> uh, not without efficacy. And I won't say that there's yeah, no, no efficacy to statin drugs, no efficacy to osteoporosis medications, but we've oversold these paradigms. Uh, along comes depression. Uh, depression used to be, okay, melancholia. You know, they used to uh, put people in straitjackets, or they used to, you know, put yeah. give them cold water baths, or, you know, various... Type, you know, weird therapies, and then wow. along came the pharmaceutical industry, and we created a uh, an easily assimilable myth mm-hmm. that these medications merely corrected a quote chemical imbalance in the brain, mm. and that so is it, look, it's not the your fault of your job, your spouse, your you know your loneliness. Your parenting, yeah. Uh, your you, pessimism, your, your the state of the world, yeah. You know the yeah. the you know bombarding you with scary news stories all the time. It's you have a chemical imbalance, and we can fix it through modern, you know, science. And we then prescribe medications. Started with Prozac, yeah. and then a whole raft of what are called SSRI medications. Mm-hmm. So the notion is that we have low levels of serotonin. Mm-hmm. And we fix it because an SSRI is a serotonin reuptake inhibitor and it, it blocks the breakdown of serotonin. We build up higher levels of serotonin and yes. thus fix mood problems. And it works for some people. It works remarkably well for some people, but True. a minority of people, maybe yeah. in the you know, sort of middling, low uh, double-digit percentages, maybe yeah. 20, 30 percent of people. And then there are people who get partial relief, but they only get partial relief and they don't like the side effects. The side effects were redu- reduction in sexual desire. You know, weight gain, insomnia, all kinds, of, and even maybe disinhibition of violent tendencies, because we believe that a lot of the people who engage in these horrible acts of violence yeah. are they're stone cold killers because they've actually had their emotions 
uh, amputated yeah. by these medications. And, and suicides. And suicides have not declined. Exactly. And, and you know what? Anytime I hear about a suicide, I ask myself, just in my, in my own head, what sh which psychiatric medication was right. was that person taking? I wonder so, if any. So don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I I may have very passing resemblance to Tom Cruise, but I'm not Tom Cruise. I am not a Scientologist. <laughs> I'm not inalterably opposed to these medications. In fact, I'm getting reports from one of my patients who we tried a lot of things with, yes. and then I said, you know, maybe let's try a low dose antidepressant, and she reports that she's better. Yes. And today she you know sent an email saying, you know, what do I do now? Until I see you, shall I adjust the medication? So I, I prescribe them yeah. sometimes yeah. And with trying to be very sparing. Yes. Uh, so along comes this big review, uh, and uh, it's, it's all over the news. Uh, it's a big study out of the UK, uh, which suggests that um, researchers from the University College in London, prestigious place, conducted an umbrella review of past meta-studies and systematic analyses of depression's relationship to serotonin, and they said there's no clear evidence that serotonin levels or serotonin activity is responsible for depression. Um, so, uh, the, you know, the, the, they say many people take antidepressants because they have been led to believe their depression has a biochemical cause, but this new research suggests this belief is not grounded in evidence. So they're not saying that these drugs don't work, they're just saying mm -hmm. that this theory that, you know, you are broken and we're going to fix you with these medications, that some, yes. we don't know why, but your brain is messed up and we're going to adjust your brain. This is uh, a myth. Next mm -hmm. story. Uh, along comes the story. One of the theories about Alzheimer's disease is these the plaque accumulates in the brain. Yeah. Beta amyloid or tau protein yeah. accumulates in the brain. That is true. That go but, ahead. but this is part of the metabolism of the brain. Right. These plaques are supposed to develop, and then they're also supposed to be carried away in a healthy right. Right. body. So it's it, what we're talking about is the the response to Alzheimer's by the body as a defense mechanism. Anyway, they've spent untold billions of dollars trying to develop these plaque-busting medications uh, that mm -hmm. are designed to clear away plaque, as mm -hmm. if it's kind of like Drano you know, yeah. for the brain. And uh, what they have That now, would be like taking a laxative every day. <laughs> right, for, for your brain. Mm -hmm. So uh, the... the uh, the latest revelation is that a lot, see, a lot of research builds on prior research, and the seminal research that uh, created this paradigm was in 2006. And then, as the many people relied upon this research to conduct their drug trials and yeah. evaluate medications, using as, that as a as a foundation, as a premise, as a paradigm for, mm -hmm. for how mm -hmm. these drugs should work to clear plaque. Well, they looked at that research and recently reviewed it, and what they found is that the author engaged in scientific fraud, <gasps> and that he cherry-picked brain images wow. to selectively support his hypothesis, which is that tau protein is the hallmark of Alzheimer's. And I, I recently saw a 60 Minutes uh, thing on Alzheimer's, and they said, here's just something where they just threw it out there that said, there's some people, and they showed like the brain image, you know, actually post-mortem. You know, mm. they, had, they did post-mortem uh, mm -hmm. pathology on the brain. And they said, well, look at the brain of this person with Alzheimer's. This is chock full of, of you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And fine. Then they said, yeah, but this guy, his brain is chock full on imaging. He's alive. But he's fine. 
He doesn't have Alzheimer's. He doesn't. He seems to be doing pretty well. That's his so, brain's like metabolism. They said, it's kind of weird, isn't it, that there's a yeah. disconnect sometimes. Now, and then people were chock full of uh, people who have no plaque or minimal plaque, they can't think straight. So what it is is, you know, we now believe that Alzheimer's is maybe you can break down into a, a dozen different subcategories. Yeah. So many different factors, brain inflammation, hormones, yes. circulation, mm -hmm. uh, levels of certain key nutrients, Levels of DHA, omega three, <clears throat> blah 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 blah, yes. and, yep. and on and on it goes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that this thing to come up with a magic bullet to clear away the plaque, uh, the drug companies basically have now uh, backed away from. The, although there was approval of a drug called Aduhelm, which has some really severe side effects, remarkably, and it was against the majority of the reviewers and the FDA. It was overridden because wow. they said. There's such pressure to come up with an Alzheimer's cure that we can't deny patients this opportunity, even if it's like a, a faint glimmer of hope that it could help. But a drug with a lot of side effects? What are we talking about? And, and expensive, like you wouldn't believe, like fifty thousand a thousand dollars, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for for a year's administration. Uh, but what it underlies is that, you know, it's like fo hashtag follow the science. Yeah. Sometimes the science is distorted. Yeah. by the commercial and monetary imperative. Yeah. And the monetary imperative pulls real hard on the objective science. And sometimes, uh, in, especially in, in pharmaceutical medicine, puts stuff on the market that ain't such great shakes, it ain't, yeah. and, but is marketed very effectively mm -hmm. to doctors, but also to patients. Yes, So patients consumer. believe they, they demand these things mm -hmm. because they're so appealing yeah yeah they're gonna fix you up yeah well it's very interesting that all of these things are coming to the forefront now as we're discovering it would be very interesting now where all of this leads us with regard to research in so many other areas I another thing about the SSRIs I remember back when we used to do the Hoffman Center lecture series remember dr. Mm -hmm, Hoffman mm -hmm. and one of them was nutrition in your mood and I remember looking at all the side effects of SSRIs uh, uh, antidepressants seeing oh wow insomnia because you know when you do that to your serotonin keep it from going on and moving through the nerve cells it's supposed to become melatonin but because it stopped from doing that that oh. could be the reason for insomnia is yeah. it doesn't get to go on and become right. melatonin it creates the right yeah here. there was even a uh, uh, some some uh, interesting information about uh, causing osteoporosis yes. or contributing to the diminishing of bone. Yes. Breast cancer, increasing risk factor for breast cancer. I mean, what are we? Do? What is yeah. the trade-off? Yeah. Trade off the depression for what? These other things that may yeah. happen. And, and look, this is not meant to <clears throat> frighten people who are on antidepressants and who benefited no. from them. But please, you know, let's look at all the factors that go into it. Yes. And let's also not medicate ourselves against harsh realities that, uh, you know, because otherwise we're going to end up like in Brave New Worlds. You know, it's like the yeah. Aldous Huckley books where everybody was taking Soma and it made them, you know, oblivious to the oppressive yeah. uh, conditions of their uh, society. Yeah. 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 And that was book was written, I don't know, in the 20s or something. Right, or, right. You know, I mean, uh, I can look it very up. But forward, it's very, very forward thinking. Yeah.
of all so, of this. So anyway, uh, enough of our screed. We've taken up some of the time for questions, but we'll have ample time to field some of the questions. Mm. Uh, is this a good point at which to um, yes to offer our sponsor an opportunity to mm-hmm. provide you with a useful message? Here it goes. As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option. Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, ensuring maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of Ultra Pure Omega-3 Solutions. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine continuing free resource to you. And now, back to our questions. What's next, Layla? We have an email from Mary Beth. Just wondering how much calcium and what are the best sources for me to get my proper daily amount? I'm a 59-year-old female in excellent health. I hadn't been eating dairy, but I've started organic yogurt and some organic milk. But I'm not sure what would be the recommend what would be recommended is the ideal amount and sources. Thank you so much for your program podcasts and websites which have been most helpful to me over the years. Great. Well, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. Mary Mary Beth. Oh, excuse me. Yes. I wasn't too far off. 1932 yeah. Brave New World. Oh, wow. So Look at I was that. a little I thought I was a little early on that. Yeah. No, how no, precious, it is. you know. Really, it really is. 90 years later. Here we are. So, Mary Beth, dairy is not the best source of calcium. A couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, dairy also contains phosphorus besides calcium, and they kind of compete with each other. They're a little bit antagonistic for their metabolism. Right. High phosphorus, like too much phosphoric acid, like from soda, yes, uh, degrades the bone. Yeah, it's acidic and it causes calcium to be leached from the bone. Right, right, and dairy is indeed acidic. It's not alkalinizing, okay. with the exception of yogurt. It's alkalinizing degree. after you have like a hot chili pepper. Maybe. In the mouth. In the, <laughs> in mouth. the in your mouth, right. Yeah. Then but, you might need a glass of milk because that might be the only way. Right. That might be the only cure. But And the other thing is, yes, you're getting calcium from dairy, but again, the phosphorus is competing. And you're getting calcium everywhere. You're, if you're eating almonds, if you're eating kale or chard or broccoli or anything like that, if you're making a homemade soup where you're simmering, you know, the bones, the mm-hmm. meat, the flesh, all of that, that calcium is also being leached yeah. into the broth. But, as unfortunately, well. in America, uh, milk <clears throat> is the leading source of calcium. Yeah. Because Americans don't eat a lot of that stuff that you just mentioned. Unfortunately. Yeah. Just so, eat all that stuff. So, so when the, they evaluate the risk factors for osteoporosis, Dairy intolerance is considered one of the risk factors because you don't get that source of calcium. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not uh, using other sources of calcium, 
you may not get that much calcium. Right, 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 right. And Mary Beth, the amount of calcium that's in a multi, typically anywhere from, oh, I don't know, 200 to maybe 350 milligrams, yep. that's typically fine. We no longer recommend taking exorbitant amounts of calcium, yep. like doctors still do. They still want you to take 1,200 or 1,500 milligrams of calcium. Well, they're confused we don't because need it's, you need 1,200 to 1,500 of dietary plus supplemental calcium. Yeah. So if your diet affords you like five, <clears throat> six, seven, eight hundred milligrams of calcium, yeah. then you don't need to take that much extra. Exactly, exactly. So don't look to dairy as your best sources of calcium. And don't look for fortification either in any processed foods that will be adding the calcium and so forth. Calcium so uh, infused orange juice. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, that, not a good idea. Guzzle it and it's going to help your bones. No, terrible mm, stuff. Yeah. Okay. And milk, by the way, Mary Beth, milk also contains a sugar called lactose. Mm -hmm. You don't want that additional sugar in your diet. Right. That's not great for your bones right. either. Right. So, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not a big fan of, like, drinking milk no. for adults. No. I mean, I think for kids it's fine. Yeah. Uh, although there's so many kids who have allergies and they have like gastrointestinal problems, like kids who have That's terrible true. constipation, they stop dairy products. They're oh, better. Oh yeah. They have rectal bleeding and they ear have ear problems better, and all kinds of like, things. Frequent, uh, yeah, need Mood for ear issues and yeah. they have a yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if kids tolerate it, fine. If okay. not, you know. I remember back in the day when I was a kid watching the Phil Donahue show. Does anybody remember the <laughs> Phil Donahue? Blast from the past. There was somebody on a woman on who wrote a book called. Milk turn my child into a monster. See, that's the kind of thing that I don't even think they would allow on TV anymore. It's too <clears> controversial. <throat> mm. He took some chances, Phil Donahue. You yeah, know? yeah. So I and I remember seeing that and listening to the story and <laughs> the mood changes in her son and yeah. all of this kind of thing, which was very very interesting. Anyway, so yeah, no, I mean, the, the other thing to think about, and if I put it this way, it might sound kind of gross. We're the only animals on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. Human beings are the only animals on planet Earth. Once we've been weaned from the breast, that we go on to drink the milk of another animal. Mm -hmm. It's so not paleo. Ew! I mean, imagine <laughs> like, paleo, a, right? like a caveman, mm -hmm. you know, seeing like a female antelope and running and tackling it <laughs> and then suckling at its udder. You know, that wasn't happening. Like... <laughs> Or a little cave ago. baby. <laughs> right. Mom's, mom's, I'm done with mom. I'm going to go chase down that animal. Except, yeah. with this exception. Yeah. Romulus and Remus. Uh-huh. You remember the legend of Romulus and Remus? The founders of Rome. Oh, were, oh, oh, They were abandoned mm -hmm. by their parents and were raised by wolves. And they, they suckled on a wolf, on a she-wolf. And it made them very awesome. Wow! And you actually see this in some of the Roman art, is the and in some of the Roman coins. You see Romulus and Remus suckling on the teats of the of the uh, she wolf. Of the she wolf. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow. But that was yeah. mythological. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, Mary somebody, Beth. There's your long answer. Somebody's going to write us and say, "Where can I get some of that wolf milk?" Well, yeah. Where's where do I find a she wolf? It's, <laughs> It's no. very expensive. It's like $800 an ounce. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Wow. Okay. Uh, moving on. This comes from Jean. Hello. I was diagnosed with this condition two years ago and was shunted. Jean had normal pressure hydrocephalus 
and shunt surgery. It was a very interest. It's a very interesting condition, and not well known to to the public. Perhaps you already have have held a program on this topic. I'd love to hear it. And if not, would you talk about it? You know, you need this condition like a hole in the head. It, because that's precisely what it is. That's is what it that is. Pressure builds up in the head, hmm. and it's particularly common in seniors. It's a cause for, I mean, it's one of the things to rule out when somebody has changes in vision or changes in mentation, you know, almost like a stroke or like Alzheimer's. It's yeah. Like pressure builds up. It actually puts pressure on the brain, and it, it, it uh, can shift the brain, and it can... Um, you know, have all kinds of negative effects. Mm -hmm. And it's diagnosable via MRI or CAT scan. And then, well, what do you do? It, it's a fault with the circulation of fluid, the cerebrospinal fluid uh, in oh, the wow. ventricles of the brain. The ventricles of the brain mm -hmm. uh, allow for flow, and that flow is, is good. It's actually kind of uh, brain cleansing. It's, uh, uh, you, you have sort of this uh, lymphatic cleansing mm -hmm. of your brain. Uh, that it should naturally occur, but sometimes things get clogged up and the pressure builds up and so they open up a hole and they put a little wow. tube in there and it drains. The problem with the condition is that once you open up a hole to the brain through the skull uh, or through wherever they go is that it's a portal for infection, so you have to be yes. very careful. Um, I don't know that much about that condition. Mm -hmm. I know that there's probably not a you know nutritional concomitant to that. You know, a yeah. diet or a supplement that helps that condition. It's a, but it's like a it, lack of lymphatic drainage from the ventricles of the brain. Yeah, so it's right, like a, it just pressure builds up. I wonder if there's but a massage. Say, oh, like a craniosacral or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, craniosacral is based on the idea of improving flow mm -hmm. of cerebrospinal fluid. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe we have a listener who is a uh, craniosacral therapist who can speak to that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it sounds to me like this is kind of an emergency and you may not want to dither around with gentle craniosacral surgery and you really have to open that up to allow <clears throat> better flow. So once there's a shunt there, it stays? Yeah. I wow. think. I mean, wow. I, again, I'm not a neurosurgeon, so... Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not a it's not such a common condition, but it's certainly not a rare condition. Yeah, and it's part of the differential when people have problems, you know, like headaches, visual problems, mm -hmm. or change in mentation. Mm -hmm. Jean Paul, thank you very much for that very interesting question. We hope you're well and stay well. Yeah, I mean, if this is maintained, it's you know it's a save and can you can maintain trouble-free mileage going forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, what's interesting is that <laughs> there there are, you know, when they look at uh, archaeological uh, and paleontological artifacts, they'll find skulls of people who lived 100,000 years ago, 50,000 years ago, and they have holes in their head. And you can tell when a hole, when, a, when a, something is a fatal wound, like, you know, they were hitting each other over the head with tomahawks or whatever the heck they were rocks or something mm -hmm. and there, you could see a, a difference between a fatal blow where somebody's killed in combat yeah versus someone who has had a deliberate incision with healing because the wow. key is that it sort of looks rounded they didn't you know they actually oh now why they did it when people had headaches or when people had 
mental problems or you know, it was like <clears> a <throat> ritual, but they were they were doing what's called trepanning, which is mm-hmm. opening holes in people's skulls mm-hmm. for whatever reason uh, in you know, prehistoric times. And it's remar- it's like it's like prehistoric neurosurgery wow. where the pers- the patient survived. Unbelievable. Patient survived. Yeah. Wow. Well, they say when you're doing surgery inside your brain you don't feel it, but you would feel certainly the skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No. Anyway. That's interesting. So okay, so uh, we're going to go to part two. Give us a preview of what we're gonna tackle in part two. What is the best natural protocol to get rid of the buildup in my arteries and keep it out? She has a calcium score. Do we have about 10 podcasts? I know. We have to yeah. answer that question. That's a very yeah. detailed question. Uh, requires a very detailed uh, answer. But we'll tackle it. <clears throat> yep. I'm Dr. Robert Hoffman. Today with Layla Mutant. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And we'd love to get your questions or comments. Send them to questions at drhoffman.net. Hit us with your best shots. Fire away. (laughs) This is Intelligent Medicine.